You know, it seems like we just did this. Uh, we did. Oh, yeah. The special all sports bonus edition from Monday. I bet Lisa really liked that. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was a that was a quick pass. Um, <laughs> however, she she's like, why did you do a bonus episode? And I said, well, you know, D- Dwayne will exploit any opportunity to bo- to boost our uh, dashboard numbers. Won't you? <laughs> hey, if we play our cards right, this episode pushes us over thirty five hundred downloads. Okay, and by that you mean download it on every piece of electronic equipment we own. Yep, every opportunity. How, how do I? How do I? How do I download podcasts to my Apple AirTags? <laughs> Watch, check. <laughs> Hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. There's basketball on. There's going to be basketball on for now for a while. So, but I'm I'm busy trying to figure out how to put a podcast player on my Apple Pencil. So give me just a second here. I'm sure this is possible. <laughs> you got me mid drink. <laughs> I mean, it should be possible because it's more expensive and has more memory than my first MP3 player. So there ought to be a way to play podcasts on this pencil. You can download it to the pencil. What I want to know is how you're going to listen to it. Uh, one step at a time. I'll, just, I'll get it downloaded, and then I'll figure out wh- where that goes from there. So officially, uh, when you count the early off-book episodes yes. that, aren't, that weren't on Podbean, we're five downloads short of 3,500. Sweet. And happy anniversary, by the way. Oh, that's right. This is, it's been two years now, hasn't it? Yeah. Podcast number two, not podcast number one, but podcast number two dropped on March 20th. So when this releases, depending on how quickly I can get my, uh, let's go with work done. Sure. Sure. Um, it it will either be well before or after that. (laughs) Way to, way to nail that down. Thanks. Not wrong. Uh, did you get any feedback from the bonus edition? Um, no, nope. I don't believe so. You said hard. Yeah. You said hard pass. Yeah. I didn't yeah. either. I, yeah. From the sports fanatic in the house, I didn't get feedback. So who knows? She also hasn't gotten her bracket in yet for the talking to Todd challenge. Although, although plenty of people have. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. I, I'm, I actually look at the number of brackets we have and and then I keep, no, no, sorry. No, I don't want latest news picks and analysts sent straight to my inbox. As I said, the last six times, no, thank you, CBS. Look at that. We have 22 brackets. I know, right? Wow. Huh. I'm not sure all of those are going to be live because some of the ones down at the bottom is like Sherry's entry from last year. And where it says Greg high two, that's Sherry. 
Ah, I see. Like, well, you know what? That's fine. But we're we're still we're we have far exceeded last year's number. And just a little recap: if you're if you're if toddlers, if you were wondering, if you didn't remember, last year's winner was Alan Dries, my one of my refing partners. He had 126 points. You came in second with 84. I came in third at 77. But that's, you know, weighted points and whatnot. Right. If if you go with the person who picked the most games correctly, that was Katie Caggiano. She finished seventh, <laughs> but she picked the most games correctly. She picked 38, blowing everybody else out of the water. So... Uh, congratulations again to last year's winners, near winners, and almost winners. And 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 if the and, and, the, and if the idea of the person who picked the most games in a bracket losing, please just take a look at any video explaining the electoral college, and it will all make sense. <laughs> So we got, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this year. We got Alan. We got uh, some friends that are in Vegas. We got Doug Wilkinson from the Educated Idiots. Uh, Greg and Sherry, John Brown, um, toddler number negative 18's husband. John Brown, who's, you know, John in our uh, fantasy football league. Katie, Katie Caggiano's back in. My father is in. Felderman's in a couple of times. Jansen's in a couple of times. I was was, Uh, going to say, we've got... So clearly people are just like, well, here's one bracket. You know what I'm going to do? Here's another bracket. Hey, here's an idea. It's like all of a sudden our brackets have become like the last Spider-Man movie, right? Like we're just opening up the multiverse and like you can have all the brackets. You You get a bracket. You get a bracket. You get a bracket. In one of these universes, this bracket is the winner. Um, I have. So as we discussed last week. Yes. I do have two brackets. One is my bracket. The second bracket, the one that says Dwayne Johnson 2, yes. that's the mascot bracket. Excellent. Excellent. So um, we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Should we um, Should we go back and finish? Yeah. Stuff? But that's a teaser because we're going to go through the mascot, the mascot bracket. There we go. Anyway. You try that again. You're going to leave that one in anyway, so why try it again? <laughs> uh, so let's see, Amy. Amy's feedback from last week. We talked about well, you talked about the Apple Studio, yes, machine, yes, the Mac Studio, yes. Thanks. Yes, and one of her colleagues, they were talking about it at work, and one of her colleagues at work said, "Does that thing come with wheels?" Because I've bought cars. That weren't that expensive. Now, I too have bought cars that weren't that expensive. It was 1996 and it was used, but still I have not. Yeah. That, uh, so it's a nice machine. It is now for the record, just to be clear, the Mac studio does not come with wheels. The Mac pro you wheels are an option and it's $400 to buy the set of four wheels. Now that machine can go up to $60,000. So when you think about it, I mean, if you fully deck that thing out, it's like $60,000. A set of wheels 
for a $60,000 car for 400 bucks seems pretty cheap, really. I mean, when you think about it from a certain angle. De- yeah, definitely. I, you, I should apply to Firestone and see if they'll give me my $90 rebate on that. Because <laughs> w- what did I learn this week? I learned it's expensive to put tires on two different cars at the same week. Uh, let's see. Missed title opportunities from Amy. Not the recommended dosage. <laughs> Not bad. As well as that's Dwayne's outhouse. <laughs> yeah, missed, opportunity, missed opportunity there. And oh, we got to the end. I did the closing segment that I always yep, read. Yep. And then I, I commented on how tight it yes. was. And you said, well, it was until you started commenting on how tight it was. And Amy, thanks, Todd. Yep. <laughs> it's just going to say that. Thank you. Cleaned it right up. Just cleaned it right up there for me. Yep. So, so yeah, she had the same feedback that you did live. How about it was, it, how about it was what, plenty short right until Dwayne hung his own lantern on it. And then it just, then, then he said, look at my lantern. Isn't it a pretty, like, just get done with it. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. One if I land, two if I see you later. How about Lisa? Anything there? Nope. Uh, no. Nope. Clean show. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Um, toddler negative 18. So her book dropped, right? Yes. Splice. You can buy it on Amazon paperback, or you can download the electronic edition splice in her books. Do you remember what cheer Iowa? Uh, it looks like what cheer. Okay. Iowa. Sure. We'll go with that. It's a, it's a small town. Well, what cheer has a, Wikipedia page, but Sarah thought the name Wachir was interesting, included it in her books. Mm, okay. So she then realized that Wachir has a Wikipedia page where it lists references to Wachir in media. Yes. It doesn't say popular media. It just says media. Yes. Yep. So she put in an entry. Okay. Ooh. I already know that violates one Wikipedia rule that I know of, but go ahead. Right. So, right. You can't in, you can't just put yourself in, in Wikipedia. Right. And there has to be some kind of reference document. Yes. Something, something to that extent. I mean, I know I'm a little screwing it up a little bit. The way that I think about it is Wikipedia assumes that it is a tertiary source. So there has to be a primary source which is the material itself. There then has to be a secondary source which quotes or references or something, the primary material. And then you put that in Wikipedia and Wikipedia then becomes the tertiary source, which, which means if you had a Wikipedia page, Dwayne, and it said that you were 73 years old, you could not go in, and by the way, that Wikipedia, source of all truth and knowledge. You cannot go <clears throat> in to Wikipedia and say, I am Dwayne Johnson, and I am not 73 years old. That would be stricken. What would probably have to happen, actually, oh, we can solve this problem. Oh, I've already told her. My solution yeah 
And actually, I think we're solving it right yes. now because yes. <laughs> talking to Todd yes. can be the source because we have talked about the publication and the fact that Wachir is referenced in the publication. That's uh, that was that was my when she entered it in. The first thought that ca- crossed through my mind was, "Boy, I'm not sure that she's able to do that." But if it gets stricken, Sarah, you can just come on the podcast and talk about it. And then thereby reference talking to Todd. She doesn't even, Boom. here we go. You're golden. But I don't know that now, given that we've had this conversation, I don't know that she even needs to come nope. on. I mean, we're certainly plugging the book. Have, have, you've read the books, right? Uh, I haven't made it all the way through the second one yet. Okay. I've read the first read the one first twice. One. And you, twice. And, and what, what cheer is, thanks, Eli. What, eh, what cheer is in the first one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. So, um, hey, Greg or Sherry, if one of you want to go in and edit uh, Wikipedia, <laughs> right? So you can reference, even got, you can reference talking yeah, to Todd do. because Dwayne is now the secondary source from the primary source, which is the book. Boom. Problem solved. <gasps> problem solved. Look at that. Here, problem oh my goodness. Here's, here is an entirely new that? way for the podcast to go, which is, do you need stuff cleared up in uh, Wikipedia? Do you not have a secondary so- source? Come on, talking to Todd. So anyway, so Sarah posted this as anticipated. It got struck, but not for the reasons we thought. (laughs) We just did six minutes and it didn't get struck for that. Did it get struck for notoriety? Yeah. Her reason was that neither the book nor the author are notable. I got a bone to pick with that. And Sarah says, okay, fine. I'll own that. I disagree, but whatever. She also sent me a message welcoming me as an editor and included many links to a policy that would help me help in quotes. And Sarah pointed out to the lady that she has dubbed the wiki witch pointed out to the wiki witch that it's unfair to exclude indie authors who will never probably meet her definition of notable. Now, if you ask me, I don't know how Kathy Giorgio, who published The Home for Wayward Clocks in 2011, is any more or less notable than our resident favorite author, Sarah Judson Brown. Is any, seriously, that's just, just put the note in. Come on. It's Wikipedia for God's sake. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing some work here. Okay. So one of the four that it references is Marguerite Young's enormous novel, Miss Macintosh, my darling from 1965. That has its own Wikipedia page entry. This is what it's known. This is, this is notable. It has its own page and here's what it's notable for. She described it as quote, an exploration of illusions and hallucinations and error judgment, blah, 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 blah. Here's the line. The novel is one of the longest ever written. (laughs) It's 1,198 pages long. Is it good? Nobody knows. But it's long. So, okay, Sarah, not to put any pressure on you. Your your target page number is 1,199. Okay? Because then you can get a page in the book that says that it is one of the longest ever written, not like that slouch Marguerite Young, who only did 1,198 pages. Once that's established that it's just long, then 
you can go back and then update the what's your whatever uh town page so there we go boy i just feel good like we're just we're just solving a we're just we're just solving problems that's what we do And if that doesn't uh, work, we'll go get the lawyer that represents the uh, the copyright uh, the copyright the book copyright guy, and we'll go after somebody. Dude. Hell yeah! I was gonna say we can join this fight, and we can help. I'm gonna tell you it's gonna turn out bad. Now, not just for Sarah, it's gonna turn out bad for us. Real quick, real like this is gonna this is gonna go south quickly. However. If Sarah wants to claim that her book, her first book is no, like that's an, that is an award winning. She won a toddy on that. That's what I said. I told yeah. her that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Award winning. That, that's notable. Yeah. It's award so winning. So put that in there. Exactly. And then watch the people right. come for toddies aren't notable. Talking to Todd's not notable. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is notable. Oh, it, it's a podcast hosted by the rock. Oh, you're golden now. Congratulations. You know what? You take the downside of it. We might as well get an upside of this. You said we can join this fight and we can help. I think those two things are mutually exclusive. We can join this fight or we can help, possibly by not joining this fight. Good point. Good point. Oh, have we beaten this into the ground? Uh, oh, yes. Very much so. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, um, actually, yes. Bonus number six was actually bonus number seven. <laughs> I didn't, I, I forgot to reference our handy dandy cheat sheet of all the episodes that we've released. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So had I, I would have not gotten that wrong. So that was a legitimate correction. Okay. Bonus number six is actually bonus number seven. Good to know. So, and it's, it's only 13 minutes long. So it's perfect for a commute into the office it's notable it's for being view. one of the shortest episodes of talking to todd oh absolutely did you have any did you have some follow-up things we needed to yes clean up? um well follow-up update on uh my epl tickets oh yeah. yeah did you were you able to buy chelsea tickets nobody can buy chelsea tickets okay. um i was just gonna update everybody uh still no tickets I was I was ready to crack open a beer and celebrate. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to save that for or later. Or you could crack open the beer to commiserate. Oh, either way, yeah. right? It does. It, either way, hoist hoist a pint. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, still no tickets for sale. So that's cool. Yeah. Have to figure out where I'm going to drop that back in. Then <laughs> was that in the was it in the pre-show or did I already say? Happy anniversary. We already talked about yes, this. Yes, you already, you already covered that. Yep. Already covered yep. that. Okay. So I could have cracked a beer open for that. Too. Could have. Could maybe move it there. This, hey, maybe I could. There we go. That might be too much work. Anyway. Okay. So where were we? Um, it's always a good trick. If we drop in. Oh, so where were we? Toddlers? Little little peek behind the curtain. If somebody says, uh, so where were we? It's a pretty good chance that there was an edit point right before that. Especially if the edit's not great and you hear three, two, one. Okay, so where were we? <laughs> oh, let's try that again. Um, let's see, real quick. Um, uh, I'm, we're headed off on a trip here in a couple of weeks. I've been working on how we're going to record while, while while overseas again. Um, 
I did come up with, uh, at some point we need to actually test some other stuff, but I did come up with a backup system for you. Like if, if this just doesn't work and timing and internet or whatever doesn't work, here's my thought. Okay. You love your soundboard, right? Oh yeah. So what I would do is over the next week or two, just go into any of our past episodes and just randomly grab a clip of me talking short clip, long clip, whatever. Right. Then if I can't make the show, you just start the rundown and then you just randomly hit buttons and I will just interject. Right. So you write, you write your half of the cold open and then just see what I say. (laughs) Monologuing with Todd. There you go. So anyway, I'm trying to help you just in case we have technical difficulties. So. All right. Um, hey, let's get to main topics. We we've got we're talking. Uh, we we've already started talking about the bracket. So, do we? What we've got the mat? We've got the mascot bracket to go. But what else is there anything else we need to cover with the bracket before we get to the mascot bracket? Uh, uh, I don't think so. The rules are the same as they always are. One point for the first round. Two points for the second round. Blah blah blah. Um, you can click on the rules that are online. Uh, winner gets talking to Todd Swag. So that and a quarter, get you a cup of coffee, brackets lock with the first game. Or if you have a CBS bracket that you completed before the games started, I opened it up so you can join. Anybody can join our group at any point as long as, you know, with a valid bracket, any valid bracket can join at any point. So So you're saying... If I wrote a script to go through and create hundreds of thousands of brackets with the different yes. permutations, I have them all sitting yes. over here. And the point where I think it's going to, I think like I picked everything, then I just jump that one into like right before the final four. I'm like, hey, here's a bracket. Right. But you're only allowed, I, the reason last year you were only allowed one bracket sheet of integrity, right? This year, everyone is allowed a maximum of two brackets because I had to have my bracket and I had to have the mascot (laughs) bracket. So you can only jump in one if you think it's close. And that's so, and most people already have their two in except for you. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm now realizing going to that work of scripting everything it would take to script out all the winners and the permutations and create burner accounts and all of that work. Not worth the talking to Todd. Swag. I was going to say, wait, I, this this isn't for a million dollars. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, um, yeah, maybe not. All right, okay, so we're good there. But you you picked your second bracket, and it's all based off of you deciding the winner of the NCAA men's basketball tournament simply by facing mascots off with each other. So so, right. uh, so I'm assuming there were some interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, otherwise this can be a real short segment. I'm hoping that there were some interesting face-offs that you had to make some decisions on. I, I took some, um, liberties, I guess. Okay. With my interpretations of some of these mascots, because as, as we, if you haven't listened to the bonus episode, we talked about, you know, if a dog, a dog and a cardinal, right? Dog probably beats Cardinal, but if it's the Stanford Cardinal, that's a tree. So if the tree falls on the dog, 
it wins that round, but because it's dead, it can't win anymore after that. Makes as much sense as anything else that's going on this week in sports. So sure. Sure. Um, so, so yeah, so we started out, started out in the top left corner of the bracket, the Gonzaga Bulldogs and the Georgia state Panthers. Panther beats Bulldog. Ooh, so you already got a right. 16, 16 upsetting a one. Yes, I did. This goes, this goes yes. big quick. Okay. The Connecticut Huskies and the New Mexico State Aggies, which is a cowboy who has a gun. Oh. Yeah. That's going to be. So mascots with guns. Spoiler alert. Mascots, mascots with guns do really well in this kind of bracket. Um, By the way, can we pause right there and do like 10 minutes of the other podcast and the, on that topic and then jump back into this one? No, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so I've got I've got the Aggies, the Cowboy beating the Husky. Um, the play-in game for the eleven was Rutgers versus Notre Dame, which is the Scarlet Knights versus the Little Leprechaun. So I gave it to the Knight, yeah, because he has a sword. Yeah, but then the Scarlet Knight had to play the Elephant from Alabama. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So I went Elephant. Yep. Although, although. But- I guess I, this is where we, this, I get to your point, I, this is where we're going with the mascot and not the name roll of toilet paper. Well, I was going to say the, yeah, the name of this, like, because they're the Alabama crimson tide. Yes. I mean, you're picking the elephant because they have an elephant on their sideline, right. but I'm pretty sure crimson. T- anyway, sure. We'll go with that. Yep. Uh, well, I, I suppose. I suppose I could have gone with Listeria, <laughs> which is the only Crimson Tide that I know. Also, the least popular Def Leppard album they released. <laughs> oh, okay. So then uh, down below that, I had the Red Raiders, Texas Tech, which is another cowboy beating the Montana State Bobcats. You got the Duke Blue Devils. Cal State Fullerton Titans. I went with Thanos, the Mad Titan. Hmm. Okay. All right. Sure. Against a Blue Devil. Okay. And I I went with Tan- Thanos because he had the snap. Yeah. So um, I'm, Cal State Fullerton I'm just realizing, did pretty well. I'm just realizing we didn't. It was a good thing that we didn't have uh, Duke versus Wake Forest. The Demon Deacons. Yes. Like Forrest is the Demon Deacons against the Blue a Devils. Blue Devil versus Who a wins? Demon Deacon. Like, I don't like, I don't, you know what? It's a draw. Tie. You That's both a draw. go forward. That's a tie. Yep, yep, yep. So, so out of that bracket, uh, I'll cut to the chase there. The, the, the Titans advance all the way to the finals in the West. And the, the New Mexico State Aggies, the Cowboy advance all the way to the finals in the West. And I thought that since Tony Stark is kind of a cowboy. Oh, I see the, the Cowboys beat the Cal state Fullerton Titans and New Mexico state thereby advances to the final four. That was how I got there. There you go. You know what? Take it to the bank, put your money on it. Uh, bottom half of that bracket. Now this is just going on forever. 
I took the UCLA Bruins as a bear over the Akron Zips, which is a kangaroo. Thought that was pretty safe. When I get to Purdue, I took the Purdue Boilermakers as the train. No, oh, okay. I was, I was, no, I was thinking the the actual Boilermaker dude, the, the burly guy on the sideline. Yeah. yeah, I've got the train. I've got the train going going a long way, as you all find out. So that that was my interpretation. You can argue with me about it, but I had to have somebody that was. So we'll we'll see how this goes along. But I took Purdue as the train, beating a bulldog, beating the Kentucky Wildcats, who beat the Peacocks, which may have been the weakest entry in the entire tournament yeah yeah beautiful plumage though uh so we got purdue beating eventually beating the train eventually beating the marquette golden eagles golden eagles advance out of that half of the bracket so when we go flip over to the other side the wildcats versus the bulldogs or raiders uh that game just finished tonight i think that's going to be the bulldogs so it doesn't matter who wins that eventual matchup because I've got the Seton Hall Pirates advancing because, you know, Pirates over a Bulldog or, or a Wildcat. And the Pirates easily beat the Horned Frogs. So that was. <laughs> um, well, you know, it would have been a lot more entertaining to see like the Peacock and the Horned Frog get together. And you're like, I don't, you know, you know what? We, I don't know who's going to win, but I think they both could lose, right? <laughs> So and the, the next one starts to get interesting because the the UAB Blazers, their mascot is a dragon. Ooh. What beats dragon? I don't know, right? So we'll we'll see how this plays out as we go along here. But so the UAB Blazers advance over the Houston Cougars. They also um Boy, I'm already ju- oh, I'm already well, jumping ahead a bit here with the the dra- the dragon really screws up the entire bracket now. It really does, oh, doesn't oh it? Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So um the 13-4 matchup between the fighting Illini, which is an imaginary Indian. Yes, because not a real Indian. If it was real Indian, that would be problematic. But as long as they call it right. imaginary, then it's not right. a problem. Against the Chattanooga mocks, which is either named after a real Indian chief but that was problematic. So it's not, it could be a moccasin. Uh, I, I advanced the fighting ally and I, because Amy, I, because <laughs> yes, that's yes. If for no other reason, than I, my couch isn't as comfortable as it used to be. Uh, so you've got the fighting ally and I advancing, except they immediately meet up with the UAB blazers, the dragon. So they go down there. And and UAB continues to advance the bottom half of that bracket. By the way, but you. By the way, real yes. time follow up because I thought yes. I'm I'm still stuck on this Chattanooga mocks thing. Yes, and I'm not saying change your bracket at this point, but I'm like, huh? I wonder with other people we've we've said what do they put on the sideline? What do they put in a costume? Is it a snake? No. Is it a water moccasin? No. So here's the problem you've got. Okay. And again, I wouldn't change your bracket. I would consider it locked. But their mascot on the side of uh on the side of the court looks like a bird. I don't even know what that is. Anyway, it's like a bird. It's like an eagle. But 
What's really concerning is when I look at this image of it, the bird's wearing this hat in many pictures. And I'm like, that's weird. And I look, there is an image. One of their official logos is the bird with an engineer hat driving a train. (laughs) Oh, that's Scrappy the Mockingbird. Oh. That's the bird. It's a mockingbird. It's a mock. Oh, mockingbird. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. We got to back solve this problem, people. Um, <laughs> so in that case, the mockingbird's not going to win. But what I'm saying is no. the mockingbird driving a train. Oh, boy, that could set up a huge. Becomes formidable. <laughs> yes. You, you've heard the, heard the story about how does the joke, how does the joke go? Uh, that's what it is. The guy goes in for an interview. And so the interview questions that he's asked is, so if you're. Um, you see a train coming from one direction uh, at 10 miles an hour and another train coming from another direction at 10 miles an hour on the same track and, and you can't switch them. What do you, what do you do? How do you problem solve that? He says, well, I go get my buddy, Fred. Well, what's Fred going to do? Well, he can't do nothing, but he ain't seen a big, big train wreck before. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, okay. So uh, what have I got? UAB advances out of the South yeah. is what I've yep. got. On the bottom half, the Jayhawks play either the Islanders or the Tigers. And it doesn't matter because both of them end up having to play the Aztecs from San Diego State. And I put the Aztecs in going forward out of that because the Aztecs easily beat the Blue Jays. Um, Right below that, you've got the Iowa Hawkeyes, which is a bird. Yes. Against the Richmond Spiders. Bird versus spider. Bird, yeah. That one that one might be the easiest one to call. Easy. That was the easiest pick of the entire thing. Yep. Bird over spider. And then, but you've got the Providence Friars against the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Friars move forward. So eventually out of that bracket, what you have is the Friars against the Aztecs. And we know how that turned out. <laughs> in what Oops. in what would be a stunning upset, but not really. <laughs> I moved, I moved Providence, excuse me, I moved Providence on because I guess historically they won thanks to, oof. yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Um, down and then down on the bottom, this is another interesting segment. Actually, um, Iowa state cyclones, it's a cyclone. It's a tornado. Well, beats a tiger. Yeah. Although I did not go with bird again. They, have, they don't have, they oh. don't just have one bird. They have two birds. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. Psy and clone. You gave me both birds, and I picked neither of them. I went with the cyclone because I thought, um, as I'm looking at it, the cyclones advance. And then as you get further down on in that bracket, you've got the Miami Hurricanes. Oh. So then you've got the Hurricanes meeting the Cyclones. That's, Which one wins, right? See, I, I thought that that was a fantastic that's matchup. That's a great matchup. Now, unfortunately, I, I got to say, I mean, I'm assuming they're just uh, hurricane wins, right? The hurricane wins not th- that matchup. Not, not in my bracket. Oh, okay. All right. Because, and so here was, and here was my thinking, you know, the hurricane is coming. You have time to get out of the way. The cyclone strikes and you have very little warning. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? You, you can either way. Sure. So when I get to the final four, should I just wait here? 
why don't I wait? And we can talk about the final four next week. Do you think we've wasted enough time with this? It's a teaser for because next final week. Four, Unless we get the feedback final four that of that, we do not want to hear the feedback. <laughs> the dragon, the dragon versus the cyclone, the um, the cowboy versus the train. So I thought, I thought those are those are really nice matchups. So we'll we'll explore Dwayne's thinking there. I do want to let you know in the first round compared to Seth Davis's bracket. Uh, we only matched on 17 of the 32 games in the first round. So um, odds are you can beat this bracket. Odds are this bracket is going to finish dead last. Odds are. What we've also learned is all of these top-level basketball schools need to get better mascots. Ooh, watch out mm. for the Jayhawks. <laughs> oh. Wow, that was a fantastic segment. <laughs> I wonder if any of it will stay in. <laughs> Let's see. Um, should we do this business opportunity quick? Sure. I'm not going to give any of the backstory, but World of Wonder. The production company that handles all of Rue's shows? Yes. Also handles DragCon? That makes sense. Yep. Did you know that you can exhibit at DragCon for a mere $400? Really? If we consider ourselves talent, we could have a table at DragCon. Okay, so are we flipping a coin for the wig, or what are we doing? Winner gets a wig, loser gets heels. (laughs) And I'm I'm telling you. If you try to wrap a scarf, a scarf around a bodysuit, you're going to get red. <laughs> uh. Not wrong. Because why? Because reading is fundamental. I'm just more thinking about us at this booth handing out the stickers that we still have. And people walking away going, I've seen some weird crap at this thing, but I don't understand that. Like, Like, we're the problem there. <laughs> those were some ugly drag queens <laughs> I don't think they're doing it right <laughs> all we do we could, we could we could hand out CDs of all of the Rue content from the podcast <laughs> I mean this is a pretty Rue heavy podcast of all things of, of all the things that we talk you about shockingly you didn't see right? that coming did you no. no, no, I really didn't. I really didn't. And, you know, the hot dog truck segment, it's comedy gold, Jerry. Okay, I'll take uh, that under advisement. Please. And it's clo- It's in Vegas, so, hmm. um, dude, you're up. Do you know anybody who could help us set up a booth? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a professional. <laughs> <laughs> That beer is not going to be drunk this <laughs> this episode. <laughs> I just sprayed it all over the computer. Oh, why? Why did they make the Mac Mini waterproof? Oh, that's why. Uh, yeah, that's that's why. why. Yeah, it's got a little plastic shield over it. It's fantastic. 
So what are you what are you what are you watching? Are you watching more Rue? What else are you watching? Actually, yes. Um, speaking of that, um, Lisa was gone again for most of the last week, so she came back. Um, I would like to. I'm I'm going to report that we are now on season three of season fourteen of RuPaul's Drag Race. See what season three of season fourteen? I'm saying this thing's going on for a long time. It feels like <laughs> we're in season three of this season. <laughs> we're we're so far in and at one point you and i'm not going to give any spoilers well no i'm going to give a couple of spoilers but what you literally yell is send someone home <laughs> why why are there this many people still here and we're not sending anybody home what i will also say however is this last week's episode and i'm going to try not to give any spoilers was lisa's favorite and many people's favorite, I think, I think it's generally seen as the, the big challenge, the, the one challenge that, that separates everybody else every year. Do you know what that one challenge is? Uh, are you talking about Snatch Game? Yes. Yes. Okay. This, Excellent. Last week was Snatch Game. And I'm not going to tell you what happened. And Lisa couldn't watch it the night it came out. So she had to avoid spoilers till she got home. However, she did see some headlines popped into her newsfeed. One of the headlines says, did this performance just kill Snatch Game? (laughs) Oh. Wasn't stellar, Monty. Just (laughs) woof. Um, Anyway, so yes. Anyway, looking forward. (laughs) We just want to wrap up season three so we can move on and get this season over with. Um, Because the next round of All-Stars is coming. Yeah, apparently. Like at some point they're they're gonna have to like, and you know what, we're over because we got we gotta use the set for somebody else. What are you watching? So we watched Red Panda. I keep calling it Red Panda. It's not Red Panda, it's called Turning Red. It's the latest Pixar movie. Oh, okay. Yes, I've yeah, I've seen some headlines. I yeah, okay. It's cute. Uh my like most Pixar things now, it's about family. Uh, it's set in 2002, which makes some interesting choices then. Um, you know, you've got this 13-year-old girl who is dealing with things in 2002 as opposed to dealing with them in, you know, 2021. So, I mean, you Because everything is so much better now. Uh, Sandra Oh is one of the voices. Yeah. So, um, it's good. Uh, it's It's worth your time. It's it's um john ratzenberger does not make an appearance i spent the entire movie waiting to hear john ratzenberger because it's a pixar movie no rats we we binged in in a matter of just over 24 hours the entire season four of drive to survive oof that's that's a lot that's a lot and i'm like oh hey it dropped this week i can watch that and he's like do i need to watch I said, are you interested in watching this? Do I need to watch? I haven't watched any. I haven't watched seasons one through three. Do I need to watch seasons one through three? I'm like, oh, I didn't watch one and two before I watched three. And I could pretty much figure out what was going on. I mean, it's race cars. There's a lot of people, but it's better lit than Game of Thrones. So I can keep track of them. <laughs> so we started watching season four and watched like, there's only 10 episodes. I think we watched four that night and we watched six more the next day. It was really good. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, and there's a lot of. Amy says, "Who does Todd root for?" Well, I'm like, I don't think he roots for Mercedes because that's like rooting for the Yankees. 
I mean, maybe he does, but I don't think so. So, and then she had, I've got a whole list of thoughts, feedback, our feedback that I've kept track of. So we may. For S4. Yeah. So we may have, uh, we, we may do a little F1 commentary between us. Maybe we'll bring in Lisa. Maybe we'll bring in Amy. I don't know. We're, we're talking about, we'll, we might do a little conversation about it. What's interesting is, and we were discussing this a little bit. I watched season one of drives to survive. I haven't watched anything else, but I do watch the events, watch quality, yeah. watch all of that. So like I watch the sport and you guys have watched the soap opera documentary behind the sport. And I think I said yes. to you, it's like we've both watched the same movie, but from opposite sides of the screen. <laughs> yeah. Like I saw what happened in the race and have an idea of like what was broadcast and some of the fallout from the race. You guys got most of the personalities and the things that were going on before, during and after the race and some clips of the race, but not like the full rate. You probably got more interesting stuff to watch than I did. But anyway, yeah. So, and by the way, speaking of that, uh, first race of F1 season is this Sunday. Uh, huh. starting off in, uh, the Grand Prix, Grand Prix of Bahrain. So, um, yes, the, I think the, uh, the only I've got, two, four, I've got, I've got six bullets. Okay. Of our feedback, this, and the sixth one I'll share now. Yes. F1. According to Netflix, the F stands for f- because all they do is swear throughout the entire thing. And it's Netflix and they bleep nothing. I mean, they bleep nothing. So we know what the F stands for. And 95% of those are just from Gunther Steiner. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> he's he's hilarious. He drops four for F-bombs a, wishing you a happy birthday. For a guy that, that hasn't scored a point in two years, he's very happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh did you learn something or do you want me to go first um so uh, i'll just really quick um so we've we've booked this trip for we've had this trip booked for nine ten months and yeah um delta has uh moved the reservation multiple times and multiple things and we've we've been literally we've been watching delta multiple times a day for five weeks just to see if they've moved it because in the past they have, they have put, they've booked us on new flights, like completely new flights. Lisa or I may get an email within two to three days of letting us know that they've changed our trip and like the other one won't. So we're just like paying attention. Um, this time we're flying, uh, we're flying from, uh, directly from the U S to, uh, De Gaulle. And then we're going to grab an Air France flight from De Gaulle to London. Interesting piece. When we fixed all of this, the agent um, at Delta who said, oh, yeah, we'll get this all fixed for you. And then said, OK, we'll put you on the Air France flight. And uh, OK, I got your seats. Uh, planes wide open. Where do you want to sit within your class? You know, what the ticket covers. And OK, great. Got it. For you. Mm-hmm. Since that time, on a weekly basis, Air France. So these are seat reservations. And I say that with quotes, air quotes. Since that time, on a, on a least weekly basis, we go in and Air France has randomly assigned us new seats. Just, and you're moved. Oh, really? Yes, just, and you're moved. And you're moved. 
most of the time we have gone back in and found our original seats because they weren't taken. They literally just moved us for the heck of it. (laughs) This last time we went back in and the seats we wanted are taken. So now you're no longer there. This is where I just want the clip of Seinfeld. Anybody can take the reservation. (laughs) So, (laughs) so if you have a chance to fly air France on a code share with Delta, what I would suggest is just that seat assignment reservation is merely a suggestion for the French. It's a hint, a whisper, if you will, of maybe a preference, but it is not a reservation. (laughs) I get notes of an aisle seat here, but no, alas, no, it is gone. (laughs) Your seats are ephemeral. Such is life. Did, oh. did We did ask for the non-smoking section of the plane, and they just laughed. We're friends. Non-smoking is on the wing. Anyway, that's just that's just rude. Okay, what did you learn this week? So I've got I've got two things actually that I think I can squeeze both in here. One one is a little more serious, and the other one is is not. Mom and Dad came down. We all had dinner together, and Mom let us know that we're getting a scooters in Isle Falls. And the reaction from Lucas was like the, the Uber scooters that people ride around the cities and just leave everywhere. <laughs> Isle Falls is, wow. Isle Falls is big time. Boy, those things leave a mess. That's just going to be awful. Can you imagine the old people in Isle Falls just grousing about the Uber scooters that getting left everywhere? Scooters is actually a coffee chain yeah. here in central Iowa, yeah. which makes a whole lot more sense. That that does seem to, yes. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> so that, I thought that was, I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. just thinking if you had one of those scooters and you picked it up like at the uh, central, what's there now? Is it, is it, is it a come and go? Is it a Casey? Whatever's in the central there, uh, right, right across the street from the library. Like if you picked it up there and then had to take it uphill, like, like like you'd get, you'd get up to the top of the hill and that would then like the battery's dead. And then you just drop that one off and then you pick up the next one to continue. Just leave them freaking everywhere. Uh, so the other thing, uh, and this is, I guess, sort of also what we're watching, but on, on Saturday night, we went to the civic center to see the, 25th anniversary farewell tour of rent. Oh, okay. This is probably the fifth time I've seen it. If it's not my favorite musical, it's, it's in the top three. And depending on the day, um, it's, it may be my favorite all time theater performance. I, I just, I love this show so much. And so then the songs are going through my head all week, right? And and it was fantastic. The cast was great. I mean, I've seen Anthony Rapp, who, who was one of the leads. He was Mark Cohn in, in Rent. He was one of the leads. He's now on Star Trek. Um, but I I saw one of the tours with him performing. But this cast, cast did a really, really good job. I was really impressed. Uh, so the songs have been going through my head all week, right? And I'm a Spotify guy, so I dialed up. I tried to dial up what I had 
originally as the original soundtrack, which has all of the interstitials as well, the answering machine stuff and the honest living guy. And I don't know if you remember any of this stuff. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Is rent not your thing? Uh, not exact, not to your level, uh, but please continue. <laughs> but you know, all, all of, all of those things, they're all missing from the Spotify version <laughs> of this album. So I start looking for it by looking for voicemail number one or whatever that, whatever the name of the tune up tune up. Number one was the name of the very first track on the original soundtrack. And I found it in this album from 2012 by Anthony Rapp called without you, a musical memoir. And it's him talking through his whole process of moving to New York, getting this show while well, working at a Starbucks first, <laughs> getting this show, having it, having Jonathan die during dress rehearsal before they're supposed to go live. Um, you know, the whole process of that, moving it to Broadway, you know, the family of the writer of the musical and, and their connection and all of, you know, all of this emotion. And so he's telling this story and then weaves it into his mom passing away, get, getting sick from cancer and his mom passing away and weaves in and out the rent songs and how it all comes together. Uh, and I'll post a link to this from Spotify, but it's about an hour and a half long and it is, it's, absolutely wonderful. I, um, I love this musical so much and what Anthony Rapp did with it on this album is just fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. So there's that kind of on a, um, on a touching note, we don't do that very often around here, but, uh, I just love this thing so much. I wanted to share it. And I was complaining about my seats being moved. So <laughs> I got to show up to rehearsal. That music that you're bopping your head to is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515, also CPA. Again, as Todd noted last week, it is tax season. So if we can't get there right away, that's why. Um, you can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks, as always, to our listeners and our sponsors. Send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd, <laughs> what did I mess up? You're fine. I'm going to tell you what I'm laughing about once the recording stops, because I can't, I can't trust that you won't edit that part out. The part I'm going to leave in, however, was I was just taking a look at the, uh, at the exhibitor, uh, details for the LA RuPaul's drag con, uh, good news for the money. Uh, we get a six foot table with two chairs, a booth ID sign, and it also includes two exhibitor tickets. So you didn't, you didn't tell me that we got tickets to also like with that. I mean, how, how can we say no? Because you know what we can do is, you know, with that, that whole booth fee, you know, what we can do it. We need to write that off. <laughs> we'll be there. 
handing out award-winning talking to Todd swag from Zazzle. Ooh. Maybe we could sell a t-shirt or two. Or maybe Zazzle could be your name. <laughs> we really have to stop pretending like we're going to do this because we're not. We're seriously not. No, no, we're not. no. Wave no. off. Wave off. No, Go no. around, Goose. Go around. <laughs> oh, another fantastic week here on Talking to Todd. Get your brackets in. We'll see you next week. Fifteen-minute pre-show. That's not bad. Thank God for the equalizer. Apparently, I'm Ed, and Queen Latifah. I was going to say Edward Woodward or Denzel Washington, <laughs> and I went Queen yeah. Latifah. <laughs> Edward Woodward. That's where I went. Right. Go back to the original. Oh.